Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Monday, December 24th, 2018, broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's home for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. On today's show, I will react to all of Week 16 in the NFL, including the Patriots here in New England, winning the AFC East for the 10th straight year. But I will go over the entire NFL playoff picture as it currently looks. We have a Monday night football game that doesn't mean anything uh, on this Christmas Eve. Oakland and Denver, that doesn't mean anything to anybody who is paying attention to the NFL playoff picture. So um, I'll get into all of that. I'm here on Christmas Eve, a Christmas Eve edition of the Danny Picard Show. Now, I'm, he- I'm in here early in the morning. Um, on this Christmas Eve, and and to be honest, I still have some shopping to do. That, that's what I, you know, I don't do this on purpose every year. It just kind of always sneaks up on me. But for whatever reason, I am always doing my Christmas shopping or finishing my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. So, look, I'm just trying to get through the holidays. That's my motto. It seems like that's my motto every year, but but mostly this year, just trying to get through the holidays. And allow me to help you get through the holidays on today's show, all of it, presented by DraftKings. Play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK, P-I-C. That's promo code PICK, P-I-C. At DraftKings, there are no season-long commitments. And the fantasy football playoffs are over. They're over. They're done. Unless you play in some crazy league where you have the championships in Week 17, which is just odd. I don't know anybody who does that. Most of the fantasy football leagues that I know about, uh, they wrap up with their championship game in Week 16. Maybe even earlier than that. But from what I know, fantasy football playoffs are over. But DraftKings keeps it going. At DraftKings, the season never ends. In Week 16 in the NFL next weekend, if you sign up with my promo code PICK, P-I-C, you can play for free in the $1 million Play Action Championship. That's right, $1 million in total prizes with $100,000 going to first place. Just pick your team and follow the action live on your DraftKings app. And again, play for free by signing up using promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings.com. Today's show is also presented by Bet Online. Sign up today at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% welcome bonus with the college football bowl season in full swing and the NFL playoffs about to begin. Right now is the perfect time to make your online bets at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and also the exclusive partner of Podcast One Sportsnet, betonline.ag. So welcome to the show. As I told you, I'm trying to get through the holidays, and I want to help you get through the holidays, not just with this show, but, I mean, look, you're going out on Christmas Eve, you know, you're going to get to New Year's, you're going to go out New Year's Eve. Chances are you're going to have a couple drinks over the holidays. Are you not? If you do, you might not be feeling so hot the next day or maybe two days later. That's right. The two-day hangover is a real thing. I have the perfect remedy, and that remedy is the IV. Jump on the IV. You hear pro athletes talk about this all the time. Um, you know, how, how, how'd you feel better after that long night out, right? You had practice the next morning. How'd you do that? You had a game the next morning. How do these guys go out 
and then perform at the highest level the next day. I'll tell you what they do. They jump on the IV. Well, now you can do it like the pro athletes. It's a company called IV League Hydration. IV League Hydration utilizes a common, minimally invasive procedure to deliver fluids, vitamins, and other nutritional supplements directly into your bloodstream to provide immediate relief and hydration. And it's not just for hangovers. They can help you with cold and flu symptoms, jet lag before a big meeting. How about, like I said, your athletic performance? I know a lot of pro athletes who use this. You don't need to be a pro athlete to jump on the IV to enhance your performance. Because IV League Hydration, not only do they have a new shop in Southie, but they can come to you. This is the great part about it. They'll come to you. All right? So go to their website. IVLeaguehydrate.com. That's IVLeaguehydrate.com. It's affordable. Like I said, you don't need to make the big bucks like a pro athlete to get this done. Uh, You can just be an average person who's either hungover, uh, has some jet lag, or you just want a little boost in your athletic performance. IVLeaguehydrate.com. Give them a call. 1-800-905-4252. That's 1-800-905-4252. 52, look better, feel better, and perform better with Ivy League hydration. So week 16, as I told you, will wrap up with Monday Night Football and just an awful game between Denver and Oakland. Does anybody care about this game? Honestly, I mean, the people in Denver and Oakland care about this game. Going into the season, I would have told you, actually, this would be a very important game for both teams because I, I told you in my preseason predictions that I thought Denver would be a wild card team in the AFC. They're not. I mean, they had a chance, you know, a couple weeks ago where it looked like they could be in the hunt for one of those wild card spots in the AFC, but they're not. They're done. And Oakland is 3-11. and And I think that ESPN probably thought they were going to get John Gruden in the playoff hunt. And it is, this game is the exact opposite of what they thought. It's the opposite of what I thought. It's a horrible game, so we won't talk about it. Looking back on the rest of week 16, my picks, 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 5-0, a perfect 5-0 week with the money line. It brings my record on the season to 52-28, and 52 wins, 28 losses with that money line. And uh, I'll keep making picks in week 17 and even through the playoffs. I'm not sure if the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge extends into the playoffs. I'm not sure. Picks, picks will. Even if the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge ends, ends in week 17, I will keep making my picks throughout the NFL playoffs, even if the Patriots are at some point eliminated before we get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll get to the Patriots, but just my, the games I, I won. With my picks. I had Dallas over Tampa Bay. Dallas wins. They clinched the NFC East. I had Cleveland over Cincinnati. That's right. I picked Cleveland to win a game. And I picked Cleveland to win a game in late December. You know, I don't think that says anything about me and the way I make picks. I think that says everything about the way Cleveland is playing right now. The Cleveland Browns. I mean, you look at a couple games where they had those overtime, I, I mean, debacles. And, and you know, the, the, the kick it in show up. I mean, you give them a win or two here. Cleveland's looking like they're gonna, they could win that division. Obviously, they've been eliminated now, but they did beat Cincinnati. You know, they needed to win out and get a whole lot of help in order to, to get into the playoffs. I told you it was a long shot. They've been eliminated, but they still won the game. They beat Cincinnati. 
Cleveland looks really good right now. And I'm telling you, next year at this time, we're going to be talking about Baker Mayfield and the Browns being in the playoff race, in the playoff picture. We're going to be talking about that. So Cleveland wins. I got that right. Minnesota beat Detroit. I got that right. Uh, The Rams beat Arizona. I got that right. And my lock of the week was the Patriots over the Bills at Gillette Stadium. I got that right. And that's the top story here in New England. And it really, you know, I don't usually get into the, like, uh, my mindset with the Patriots, if you listen to me all the time, my mindset is, let me enjoy a fucking win. Can I enjoy a fucking game anymore with this Patriots team? Everywhere you turn, every station you go to, radio, TV, every link that you click, Everybody who covers this team is always so, oh, you know, they won, but it's always a but. You know, yeah, they won their 10th straight AFC East championship, but yeah, they have, you know, they have a a chance to to get to their 8th straight AFC title game, but, you know, it's always a but. Even after 10 straight division titles, after possibly you know, looking like they could get to their eighth straight AFC championship. There's always a but there. People don't want to let us enjoy the wins, enjoy the success in what has been. Look, in 20 years twenty years from now, we're going to look back at this Patriots run, and you know what we're going to say about it? We're going to say this was the greatest run in the history of professional sports, and it's never going to be topped. It is never, ever, ever going to be topped. It's not. It's insane what the Patriots are doing. And I, 99.999% of the time, sit here and tell you that I want to enjoy a win and we should enjoy a win and we should not take all of this Patriots success for granted. Embrace it because one day, and that day is probably coming sooner rather than later, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are going to be bronzed in Canton, and we are going to have nothing good to watch on Sundays. We're going to be miserable. Sundays will suck forever once Brady and Belichick are gone. Oh, they're going to be terrible. Do we even, I mean, I don't even know if I'm, I might, when they retire, I might retire from watching the NFL. I might. Honestly, I I know you you think, you know, I, I say things in jest and I'm being sarcastic and trying to entertain you. I'm being dead fucking serious. Why would I watch the... It's never going to get better than that. It's never going to get better than, than what we're seeing with this Patriots team, with Brady and Belichick. It's never going to... I mean, I might not even watch sports anymore because it's never going to get better than... Oh, I shouldn't say that. that. That's me, you know, being sarcastic. But with the Patriots, with the NFL, it really is never going to get better than what we're seeing with this Patriots team. So you know my mindset with them. You know where I'm at with the Patriots. You know... I'm going to tell you to embrace this division title. The Patriots now with their win over the Bills. Uh, you know, they move up to the two seed. They were in the three seed for a little bit. They moved back up to the two seed. Why? Because I told you to root for Philly. Nick Foles drives the Eagles down. The Eagles beat Houston in Philly late in that game yesterday. And because Houston loses to Philly... The Patriots, with their win, they jump back up to the two seed because the Patriots only head-to-head tiebreaker with the Texans. And unless something crazy happens, you know, the Patriots now, they play at home against the Jets in Week 17. They're not going to lose that game. So all you got to do is win that game if you're the Patriots and you guarantee yourself a first-round bye. 
you guarantee yourself the two seed. Now, you know, Kansas City lost to Seattle on Sunday Night Football. That's I told you. Cheer for Philly over Houston. You, you were happy with that. I told you cheer for Seattle to beat Kansas City. I've been telling you about Seattle beating Kansas City in Week 16 in Seattle for weeks. I've been telling you about this game. I've been telling you that Seattle's going to win that game. Right? And and Seattle did win the game. And so Kansas City's 11-4 and four at the one seed. The Patriots are 10-5 and five at the two seed. And so I guess if the Patriots, you know, if the Patriots beat the Jets and Kansas City somehow loses to Oakland, which is, it's in Kansas City, that's not going to happen. But let's just say it does. The Patriots would get the one seed. But I don't even want to waste time on that because Kansas City's not losing to Oakland. They're not. It's just not going to happen. Kansas City's going to win. They're going to get the one seed. The Patriots will beat the Jets. They'll get the two seed. And, uh, you know, because of that, look, you know, we should we should be happy. We should embrace this. We shouldn't take it for granted. And I tell you, that's my mindset all the time. However, today, I am going to throw the butt in there. <laughs> I, I am. I'm going to throw the butt in there like, like a lot of other people have done. Don't jump all over me for this because, you know, I don't usually do this. And I, it, it, I just told you why I don't. Because you should enjoy the win. I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy that win. But if you watch that game against the Bills on Sunday, it's, it's pretty obvious you know, obviously, they're without Josh Gordon, uh, who was suspended. And, you know, he's done. I don't think we'll ever see him in the NFL again. So the Patriots need to move on. I mean, you know, the next man up's a real thing. I believe that. And and going into this game against the Bills, I actually thought, all right, yeah, the Bills have, what, the number one pass defense, the number one ranked pass defense in the NFL. That's what the Bills have. Whatever. It's at Gillette Stadium. You got to think that Brady hears all the talk about, oh, Josh Gordon's gone. Now the Patriots, they're going to struggle offensively. And and Brady, Josh McDaniels, they might want to prove some people wrong, right? Right? I'm like, all right, they're going to have a, a, they'll still have a decent passing attack on Sunday at home, knowing they've dropped the ball on clinching a division the previous two weeks. You got to come out and win this game. And you got to do it throwing the football. Uh, and they didn't throw the football. Oh, when they did, you know, early on, either you had drops or you had miscommunications where Brady just wasn't, you know, throwing balls on target. And you just had an ugly passing game. And, you know, the other thing was the running game was working so well that there were times when they did pass. I'm like, well, why are you passing it? it obviously, the run's working. Don't get away from the run at this point. They can't stop the run. You keep running and running and running. If they can't stop it, why why would you stop running? You know, so so I did feel that way once the game was playing out. But when we do look at the passing attack, like the Patriots are not going to win a Super Bowl running the football. They're just not. You saw how high scoring last year's Super Bowl was, right? You're going to have to throw. Brady's going to have to throw. <laughs> Gronk's going to have to have a reception. He had no catches. Gronk had no catches in this game. The miscommunications that I saw with Brady, even with guys like Edelman. You know, I'm throwing the butt in there today. Patriots won, but their offense looked the worst that I've ever seen it when it comes to the passing game. The passing game looked so bad in this game against the Bills. That 
you know, I'm wondering if they're just playing possum. Like, I'm wondering if, all right, obviously they're a game, a game plan offense, right? Like, you're going to game plan for the defense that you're playing against, you know, week to week, every team, you get a different game plan. You're not, you're not game plan planning for the Jets next week. You're not game planning for a divisional game against Houston, right? You're not game planning for a potential AFC championship against Kansas City. You're game planning for the Bills. And you game planning for a Bills defense, Bills pass defense, that's number one statistically, like I told you, in the NFL. And and so, you know, when you look at that game plan, it's like, well, what should your game plan be against Buffalo? Well, you should run the football more than you pass. And if the run's working, keep running it. I get it. I get, I get that. But you still should be able to do something in the air. You still should be able to pass the ball a little bit. Even with that said, you're the Patriots. You're at home. The division championships on the line here. You got a first round bye that you're trying to get. Your your passing game looked that bad with the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, Josh Gordon or no Josh Gordon, you don't tell me this offense doesn't have any weapons. We know how good Edelman is. Gronk has he lost a step? You know, it doesn't look good, but don't tell me he's useless. Don't tell me Gronk's completely useless in the passing game. You know, you Dorsett, he's still on the team as far as I know. Uh, you could still dump it off to Jimmy White instead of handing it off to those guys. And you still got Chris Hogan. I mean, don't tell me Brady doesn't have any weapons. Don't tell me that Brady doesn't have guys he doesn't like to throw to. The passing game looks so bad that... You know, you could convince me today that the Patriots are playing possum more than they were just running through a game plan offense. That that they, <laughs> you could convince me. It looks so bad. You could convince me that Belichick, McDaniel's, and Brady got in a room and they're like, "Hey, we are not gonna give a future playoff opponent any any footage, any game film of us having success with the passing attack." with things that we're going to do to them. We're not even going to put that on film right now. We're not. we got new stuff we're going to roll out in the passing attack that we've been practicing, but we are not going to roll that stuff out against the Bills and the Jets in the last two weeks. We're going to run the football, and, and you know, we're just not going to, we're not going to unload on these teams to give our playoff opponents a, a, a look into what we are without Josh Gordon. We're not going to do that. You could convince me that they had that conversation. Now, it would be genius, and if there's an organization and a group of people that I wouldn't put it past, it would be this group of patriots, Belichick. You know, it would, I mean, look at the things they do, just the stupid shit that they do, like when they're out in the field on fourth down, like early in the game yesterday against the Bills, Brady, and they do this all the time. Brady in the offense, fourth down, it's like, wait a minute, they're inside their own 40. They're going to go for it on fourth down inside their own 40 early in the game? And, you know, they're out in the field. <laughs> they just want the Bills to, to not know what's going on. They want the Bills to have to keep their defense on the field. And then Brady says, nope, guys, let's go. And they all run off the field, and the punting unit comes on. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, all right, you're going to catch Buffalo a little off guard, and you're going to make them run around and, and have to hectically change personnel. What did that really do for you at the end of the day? Right? It's just, it's a little thing that I feel like is so stupid that 
the advantage they believe they gain is th- that mindset they have. You could convince me that the Patriots game plan for the Bills by getting in a room saying we are not going to give any future playoff opponents any game film on our passing attack. Not, not against Buffalo and not against the Jets next week. I mean, that's just how bad the passing attack looked. Can't call it an attack, I guess. It looked so bad. The passing game, or lack thereof. Man, that honestly was tough to watch. It's tough to watch. It really was, and I'm never that guy. And I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to beat that drum too hard today, obviously. Because I do know what the road now looks like. And I do know that it's a lot better to have that two seed than it is the three seed. And if the Patriots beat the Jets, they will get that two seed. That's all they got to do. And they will beat the Jets in week 17 at home. Um, but, you know, it, it's just against Buffalo. It was, a t- it was just a tough game to watch. Really was. And you hope the playoff games aren't as tough to watch because if the passing game looks like that, even in their first playoff game at home, you know, that thing's going to be over. This thing's going to be over quick. I just, I I don't know that it's going to look like that. Right? I just have this feeling like the first playoff game, divisional game at home, they're going to come out. Play action, deep pass down the sideline, down the seam to Gronk. And it's going to be like, whoa, we're all going to be like, wait a minute. Everything's all right. Gronk's okay. Brady can still throw. He's not injured. And that's the other story here in New England. Everybody's like, oh, Brady's injured. Brady's injured. He might have some type of MCL injury or knee injury. And Brady's coming out and he says, no, I'm 100%. I'm fine. That's what he said after the game. He said he's 100%. You know, he doesn't look 100%, but at the same time, like... it's just so look it's so bad again the passing attack is so bad that I oh it's it can't be this bad right (laughs) like you could convince me that they are just purposely just playing possum and that the first they're gonna run the next couple weeks they're gonna run it they're gonna run it they're gonna run it they're gonna sit back and wait and see who they get in the wild card round Uh, excuse me they're gonna watch the wild card round see who they get in the divisional round and then First possession they get at Gillette Stadium in that divisional game. Brady, play action, deep down the seam to Gronk. And, you know, first down inside the the 30-yard, the opponent's 30-yard line. Like, that's the, that's what I could see happening. But we have to wait and see. But, But we do now have to take this and take a look at the rest of the playoff picture and, and we'll do it. We'll, we'll stick with the AFC because getting outside the local coverage from a national perspective, I think the top story, the top story in the NFL in week 16, maybe even now of the entire season, seeing how this thing's playing out, the top story has to be that the Los Angeles Chargers turned back into the San Diego Chargers on Saturday night. They did. Phillip Rivers turned into the quarterback of the San Diego Chargers. I'm not calling them the LA Chargers anymore. They, you know, they were 11-3. and All they needed to do was win their final two and hope that Kansas City lost in Seattle. Kansas City lost in Seattle. We, I've been telling you for weeks that was a possibility. And all the, all the Chargers had to do was beat Baltimore and then beat Denver. They played Denver in Denver in Week 17. That's all they had to do. Saturday night. Knowing what they have to do, 
Phillip Rivers, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and the Chargers lose at home to the Baltimore Ravens 22-10. This is a week after you beat Kansas City in Kansas City. What the fuck are you doing? This is why I don't ever put money on Phillip Rivers. This is why... You know, this is why I wanted the Chargers to win these final two and get the one seed. Because you you knew there was a great chance if the Chargers got the one seed that they're going to lose in the divisional round. Which means that the Patriots would get a home game in the AFC Championship. That's why I was rooting for the Chargers and I, I was also rooting for Seattle. Seattle did their part. The Chargers? Holy shit. This is the top story. Phillip Rivers shit his pants. The Chargers... The L.A. Chargers turned into the San Diego Chargers on Saturday night. And and now they're 11-4. and four. Now they're the five seed. I mean, they're, they're, they were two wins away from being the one seed and having the road to the playoffs go through their little minor league stadium. Right? Instead, now they're a five seed and they're going to have to go on the road in the wild card round, in the first round. On the road. And if the playoffs began today, after week 16, guess who the Chargers would be going to play? They'd be playing the Ravens again. They'd be going to Baltimore. I wouldn't pick Phillip Rivers to win that game. Are you kidding me? And 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 everything, that all the good that the Chargers have done could be gone like that because it's the same old story. They're not the LA Chargers. They're the San Diego Chargers still. Man. I don't know how that happens, but, you know, it continues to happen, and this will be Philip Rivers' legacy. It will, unless he goes on this magical run now. I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't. It's not going to happen, but this will be his legacy, Philip Rivers. You know, he shows you so much promise and excitement, and then you got two wins that are so winnable for you, and in the first one, you throw... <laughs> No touchdowns at home and two interceptions on Saturday night. You, oh man, you suck. You can't do this. And I, I, you know, I say you suck in jest. We all know Philip Rivers is a very good quarterback, but when it comes to the to the clutch performances, Philip Rivers is just never going to be known for a guy who gets the job done. In fact, he's going to be known as the guy who can't get the job done in those moments. And they're still the San Diego Chargers. They're the five seed now. And uh, like I said, if the playoffs began today, they'd be going to the four seed Baltimore Ravens. The reason the Ravens are the four seed right now and a lead in their division, the AFC North, is because Pittsburgh lost to New Orleans in New Orleans. Now, this was a tough game for Pittsburgh, right? That's a that's a tough place to go. That's a tough team to play. New Orleans was playing to try to get that one seed. And, and with New Orleans winning... They did get the one seed in the NFC. New Orleans win clinched the one seed in the NFC. But they get the late touchdown by Drew Brees. That's a tough, that's a tough one for Pittsburgh. Um, so with that loss, Pittsburgh no longer in first place in their division. And in fact, Pittsburgh falls out of the playoff picture. They fall, they fell out of the playoff picture. If the playoffs began today, Pittsburgh would not be in. They wouldn't be in. How crazy is that? Here's the deal, though. I think Pittsburgh's still getting in. I do. I think they're still getting in. Um, they're alive because they can still win their division. 
Baltimore is playing Cleveland in Week 17. And what I tell you about Cleveland, they look good. They've won three straight. You know, they're playing with some type of swagger. I don't... I can't recall the Browns. I don't remember the Browns playing ever with this type of swagger, but here they are. And Cleveland could win that game. Baltimore, you know, if I if I've learned anything with the NFL, if I've learned anything watching the NFL on Sundays for my entire life, Baltimore will lose to Cleveland in Week 17. Pittsburgh will beat Cincinnati in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh will jump back up to the four seed, win the division, and host a wild card playoff game in Pittsburgh. Like, if I know anything about the NFL, that's what's going to happen. I'm, that's what I'm putting my money on. So, yeah, right now, Pittsburgh's on the outside looking in. Everyone's going to have their conversation about Mike Tomlin getting fired, this, that, the other thing. Pittsburgh's got a shot. you got to win. you got to handle your own business. you got to beat Cincinnati at home. Pittsburgh will do that. And then you're going to hope Baltimore loses to Cleveland. Um, That game is... In Baltimore. But if I know anything about the NFL, Baltimore is losing that game to the Browns. They're losing the game. They are losing that game. And they will be 9-7. and seven, And the Steelers will get in at 9-6-1. and one, And then Baltimore will not even make the playoffs. Because right now, there's a battle for the sixth seed between... Indianapolis and Tennessee. Indianapolis is 9 and 6. Tennessee is 9 and 6. Both teams won in week 16, but they play each other in week 17 on Sunday night football on NBC. That's right. Tennessee versus Indianapolis. This game is in Tennessee and the winner of this game gets into the playoffs. Now, winner of this game gets into the playoffs as the 6th seed, but If Houston loses to Jacksonville, then the winner of Indy, Tennessee, gets the division. At least the way I'm looking at it, because Houston, they split with Indy. They split with Tennessee. So the head-to-heads are even. It's a wash. But then you get to division record. If Houston loses to Jacksonville, they'll have a worse division record than the winner of Tennessee versus Indy. So if Houston loses... The winner of Indy, Tennessee doesn't just get into the playoffs. The winner of Tennessee, Indy, gets the three seed. Gets the three seed. So um, it's a huge game on Sunday Night Football. I, I tell you what, you know, you look at Indianapolis. They just went into Houston a couple weeks ago and, and beat Houston. Um, Tennessee's won four straight. Indy's won three straight. This is a huge game. It's a playoff game. Really is. It's a playoff game. It's a playoff game. And uh if I had a bet right now, I mean, I you know, I'd take the home team. I would take the home team. But I w- that said, I wouldn't be surprised if Indianapolis went in and found a way to win with their offense. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to win. But I would take the home I'd take the home team all day, every day in that one. Uh it's just that's just a tough schedule there for for Indy to have to have all right, you get a great chance with this game. You win and you're in. Eh, but you got to go on the road. You got to go to Tennessee. Sunday night football. Can't wait for that one. But Houston, I think Houston will beat Jacksonville. I think, you know, they should. Which means that Houston will get that three seed and win that division. But if the playoffs began today in the AFC, 
The Chiefs would get the first, they'd get the bye as the one seed. Kansas City at 11 and 4 gets the one seed. Patriots get the other bye with the two seed at 10 and 5. The three seed is Houston. They would host the six seed Indianapolis Colts. So Indy would be going to Houston, a place that Indy won a couple weeks ago. And then the four seed Baltimore Ravens would be hosting the five seed LA Chargers, or as we should probably all be calling them, the San Diego Chargers. And, uh, I mean, here's what I'll say. At the Patriots, the two-seed, if Houston went, would win that game, the three-seed automatically comes to Gillette Stadium. Houston would be coming to the Patriots. Houston would be coming to Gillette. But if the six-seed Colts win that game, you get the winner of the four versus the five. See, if the Colts are in that six-seed, or whoever's in that six-seed, if they're playing the Texans, that's gonna so that wild card matchup is gonna be an AFC South divisional game, which means I think anything can happen. And so if you're gonna get a six seed upset, it's it's possible this year. Then the winner of the four versus the five would come to Gillette. And I I'm telling you, I think Pittsburgh is gonna get that four seed. I still think that's gonna happen. You could see Pittsburgh coming to Gillette Stadium in the divisional round. You could, you could you could see it. I mean, you could see Indy, you know, again, the NFL, Indy could beat Tennessee, or Tennessee could beat Indy, and who knows, maybe Houston loses to Jacksonville, and maybe it's Indy or Tennessee winning that wild card game as the three seed, and either Indy or Tennessee's coming to Gillette Stadium in the divisional round. So, there are still a lot of options for who the Patriots could play in the divisional round, but all, they gotta, all the Patriots got to do is beat the Jets to get that two seed get that first round by, and get that divisional round game at home. That's what it's about. You want the home field. And then, of course, you root for the upset, root for the one seed to lose. Uh, that, But that's the way the AFC looks. If I had to pick how it went down, I tell you, it's going to be Chiefs one seed, Patriots two seed, Texans three seed. I think, I'm telling you, I think Pittsburgh still gets the fourth seed and wins that division. So I think Baltimore's going to shit the bet against Cleveland. And then I'm going to say, you know, the Chargers get the five seed, obviously. I think they're locked into that spot now, right? And then the six seed, I'll go with Tennessee because it's a home game for them. And then I'll go with, I think it's Houston, I think Houston will, Houston will be coming to Gillette in the divisional round. I think that'll be... That'll be the game for the Patriots. So, um, Patriots, they already beat Houston. What, first game of the season, right? So, that's the way the AFC playoff picture looks. And then you got to check out the NFC playoff picture. And the Seahawks, I mentioned them with a huge win over Kansas City. They clinch a playoff berth. They're the five seed right now. One of the wild card seeds. I told you Minnesota won their game. They're the six seed still. Uh, Dallas, they're the four seed. They win their division. Chicago's still the three seed. They won their game over San Fran, but because the Rams also won, the Rams are the two seed, and then New Orleans clinched the one seed. On the outside looking in the NFC, you got one team that is still alive that's not in. That's Philly. The Eagles with their win over Houston. Nick Foles and the Eagles are eight and seven, and they got a shot. You know, they got a shot. Philly is in Washington. You win that nine and seven. You're basically hoping that Chicago can beat Minnesota, right? Now, that game's in Minnesota. 
Chicago, I mean, they're looking at the Rams still. The Rams are playing San Francisco. I don't think the Rams are going to lose that. But, hey, Chicago, you know, they they could beat Minnesota. Philly can still get in. Philly can, they can't win the division. Obviously, Dallas clinched that. But Philly can still get in as that sixth seed. And, uh, you know, the NFC, nothing real crazy there. Not as crazy as, you know, Kansas City losing and then, the you know, before that, the Chargers losing to Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh losing and, and, and Baltimore jumping up and, and, and Indy in the sixth seed. Nothing that crazy in the NFC, really. Which is why, you know, I just think when you put it all together in week 16, the top story nationally is what happened with the Chargers and how they missed a golden opportunity to get the one seed in the AFC. Man, if you're a Chargers fan, uh, I mean, I assume, you know, you're if you were a San Diego Chargers fan, you're still rooting for them, even though they went to L.A. But if you are a Chargers fan, that is as tough a loss Saturday night, especially when you see Seattle beat Kansas City the next night. I mean, it, but it, that's the NFL, and more specifically, that's the Chargers, that's Phillip Rivers. So I shouldn't be surprised. I should not be surprised with that. Typical Chargers football right there. Typical San Diego Chargers football. So that's week 16 in the NFL. Uh, I will be back on Thursday to give you my picks for week 17. And, uh, you know, we'll go over whatever other clinching scenarios are out there. Though I think we pretty much just nailed them all down. But anything that happens in the next couple days, uh, whether it's injuries or guys coming back from injury, I will react to it on Thursday's show. So. A regular schedule this week. I'm I'm here on Christmas Eve, but I'll be back Thursday. Uh, And then next week, you know, next Monday will be New Year's Eve, right? I mean, I'll I'll be here that morning because I'll be reacting to week 17. And then we will have the playoff picture finalized. And and we will be able to give an early preview as to uh, what that wild card round is going to look like. And then, of course, if the Patriots do seal the deal on the two seed, what the divisional round could look like for the Pats at Gillette Stadium. Uh, so it's a busy time of year. It's an exciting time of year. NFL playoffs, uh, they will be here very, very soon. Very soon. And um, once that's over with, what do we got after that? I mean, we, uh, you know what? I'm not going to look too far ahead. I'm not, <laughs> I'm trying to get through the hall, get through the holidays, get to the playoffs. And, uh, Then we'll talk about it. So, outside of football, I did pay attention to some basketball over the weekend. The Celtics snapped the three-game losing skid Sunday. They held a closed-door team meeting after their third straight loss. Who is it? To Milwaukee? Uh, Whatever was said, here's the difference. Did that make a difference? Here's what made the difference. Al Horford and Marcus Morris returned on Sunday, and the starting lineup was their go-to starting lineup now, which is Irving, Smart, Tatum, Horford, and Morris. That's their starting lineup. That's their go-to. That's what I think you're going to see really the rest of the season. That's when they're at their best, and when they're at their best, they can win any game. And they snapped the three-game losing skid. You could say it was the the closed-door team meeting. I don't know. I think it might have been just Horford and Morris returning. So, uh... Yeah, I'll keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the rest of the sports world as well. But it's Christmas Eve. I got some shopping to do. And actually, before I close it out, 
if you are looking for a last-minute gift, I just posted this last night on Sunday on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and watch my latest video. This company called Arcade 1UP, they create arcade machines. They have, I think, like six different games, like Pac-Man, Rampage, Street Fighter, but they sent me a Street Fighter arcade cabinet. And you put it together yourself. It's real easy to put together. And I think once you do put it together and you you have it in your home, it's an arcade cabinet in your home. They sell them at Walmart. I think they sell them at Best Buy maybe, at GameStop, definitely. Um, they're affordable. They're easy to put together. And when you do put it together, like I show you on my YouTube channel and my latest YouTube unboxing and Street Fighter Arcade 1-Up review, you'll see that it's really an incredible thing that they've they've put together because it's a legit arcade machine. You know, the Street Fighter game that I have, there's three different Street Fighter 2 versions on the machine. I've watched other YouTube videos where people mod these things and, you know, they, they buy this other device, they put it in, and they put hundreds of arcade games on there, which is pretty cool. I don't know that I'm going to do that, but I could. Yeah, I'm going to look into it. But it's just just Street Fighter on the machine itself is cool. I mean, it looks cool. Um, it's not too big. It's not this, like, big, glompy machine that's sitting there. Like, it's a good size. You can buy a little riser that you put on the bottom of it that they sell that makes it a little bit taller because without the riser, it is a, a little smaller. But you can make it normal, standard arcade machine size by buying this riser. The riser is, like, 30 bucks. You throw it underneath. It's easy to put together. Again, I did an unboxing and gave it a review on my YouTube channel. I love it. And it really is a perfect Christmas gift. If you're looking for a last-minute gift, run out to Walmart, go to GameStop, buy one of these things. You know, if you got kids or, you know, somebody who loves video games or just, just the nostalgic factor. Like, I used to spend a, a lot of money, a lot of quarters on arcade machines at local establishments in Southie back in the day, at, at local bar rooms, they would have these arcade machines. Street Fighter 2 was one of them. And uh, just to have one, you put it together yourself, it's, it's cool. It really is cool. Go out and buy one of these things. And, and more importantly, if you want to look at it before you buy it, go to my YouTube channel and check it out. Even if you don't get it before Christmas, go get one after Christmas, right? Treat yourself after Christmas if you'd like. Uh, once you get through the holidays, we're all just trying to get through the holidays. And so I am going to close this out and get through. Thanks for joining me. Get this show whenever you want at Podcast One. Also on iTunes, Spotify, my website, dannypicard.com. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, like I told you. Follow me on all forms of social media. Merry Christmas, everybody. I am out. Talk to you on Thursday.